दिस इज ऑल इंडिया रेडियो Whispers of the Wind All India Radio in collaboration with Vigyan Prasad presents science serial Whispers of the Wind based on understanding and managing climate change and global warming Let's listen to episode number 30 titled Tackling Climate Change Impact Yes. Your seat is just beside the emergency exit. Oh. Hope you understand this. We can try to alter your seat if you have problem with this seat. Oh, thank you, dear lady. But you know, I have no problem with the seat. In fact, I have lived through several emergency situations in my life. Uh, uh, thank you, sir. I shall be announcing the instructions that are specific to such emergency exit after all our passengers are seated. Oh, please, you carry on with your work. I'm perfectly comfortable. <sighs> This is so much better. More leg space. in exchange of some emergency threat <laughs> well said gentlemen you know i always opt for such seat if it is offered to me me too sir me too by the way i am abhijit hi abhijit i'm neeraj nice to meet you same here dear thank you uh flying to doha only or beyond that oh no no i have to catch a connecting flight to new york uh and you oh no no dear doha for now okay uh if you don't mind i just overheard you were saying that uh, you have lived through several emergency situations <laughs> i feel curious is it your job that lands you in such situations or is it just that you suddenly found yourself in such emergencies <laughs> oh oh young people are always inquisitive and always impatient huh uh, please fasten your seat belt sir oh okay okay, okay <laughs> we are okay. about to take off okay thank yes, you lady sorry good morning ladies and gentlemen this is your captain sandeep welcome on board flight 8b771 with service from new delhi to doha we are currently third in line for take off and are expected to be in the air in approximately 6 minutes time we ask you to please fasten your seat belts and secure all baggage underneath your seats or in the overhead compartments thank you finally we are airborne ah 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 i can sense an element of excitement in your words huh <laughs> It seems that you are expecting a lot from your forthcoming assignment am i right you guessed it right neeraj ji uh you know i'm basically a mathematician by training oh, that's nice mhm but you know the job markets i mean it's so difficult and that is why i switched to software engineering oh, oh. i had been in and out of several jobs but none of those were rewarding neither in terms of compensation package nor by means of keeping my brains alive after all these years i have found one job one job that looks like a game changer for me carry on carry on avijit i'm feeling curious yes uh, so my firm in new york uh, 
it does mathematical modeling for climate events mm. you know climate change global warming and all that stuff uh, we, yeah 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 so our company has worked with many american national agencies currently it is an associate of noaa oh noaa's ark fascinating ah. so you will be doing software for prehistoric times huh <laughs> <laughs> no 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 i'm sure that noaa people are familiar with this piece but anyway jokes apart n o a a is an abbreviation oh 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 Yes, it stands for National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Okay. Hmm. It is an American scientific agency within the United States Department of Commerce. Ocean, atmosphere, mathematics and commerce. Mhm. Uh, uh, seems pretty complicated. Buddy, I understand a bit of commerce only and that too on the practical front you see. Well then, it's my turn to guess. You must be a businessman, huh? On huh? the dot, buddy. <laughs> oh, well, I'm a supplier and my work takes me to several places in the world. Uh, into emergency situations as well? Uh, well, we supply building materials to very critical areas, you see. Critical? Means? Uh, means Uh, i mean uh, those countries that are impacted by armed conflicts oh areas that have been repeatedly bombarded and the buildings demolished mm. like that after the war stops there is a need for reconstruction and we step in with our supplies hmm working in those areas involve a lot of risk but after the war is over what risk could be left why are you calling it risky no 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 my dear no war is over if some people sign on a piece of paper mm-hmm. wars continue conflicts take place all be it with much lesser intensity ah so you can easily be hit by a sniper bullet even on a relatively calm day really yes besides you have unexploded mines and bombs left over by the warring factions sounds grave you know i get your point now so which is your next place of business syria syria <laughs> you surprise me sir <laughs> how do you do business in such a place oh it's all rubbles no trace of any civilization well man war cannot continue indefinitely hmm. it will stop soon and then we shall be doing business through the lebanon route neeraj ji very smart i must say <laughs> thank you my dear uh, uh, you need to be smarter than other ordinary businessmen you see yes but let us drop this what use it for a software engineer and a climate nerd to know about business in a battlefield you see oh, well neeraj ji apparently useless but you know we are linking climate change to war really yes ah lovely candies i love these candies me uh, too take one uh, yes please <sighs> okay uh, but tell me how is your climate business related to wars and conflicts uh, well neeraj ji 
scientists have recently pointed out some links between global warming and conflicts uh, taking place in different countries. Mm. And you will be excited to know that the violence in Syria has attracted the most intense research. My boy, my boy, you surprise me, huh? Neeraj ji, you are bound to be surprised if you are listening I to it for the first time. So I can't stand so <laughs> But you don't listen. I have all the liberty to turn this nozzle. Who are you to stop me? Uh, I, I can stop. I don't, I, I don't, I'm not feeling com comfortable, you know? No, no, no. Please, please, I, uh, I, 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 I'm oh, feeling... Uh, please I, calm I, I, down. No, no. Please calm down, sirs. Not Settle please. down, please. Please don't listen to me, you know? Okay. Yeah, I, I'll do that for you. Please calm down. Neeraj ji, hmm. see? A slight change in temperature can start a conflict and here we are talking about global warming. <laughs> <laughs> well, how can I ignore such a direct evidence? But Avichit, mm -hmm. tell me the war and warming stories. You know, I feel curious. Uh, well, you must have heard the name UNDP. UNDP. Well, I'm sorry I have not heard that name. It's okay, I will tell you about it. Uh, the full form of UNDP is United Nations Development Program. Okay, okay, okay. So what does that UNDP fellow have to say? <laughs> it's not a fellow, sir. Uh, uh, besides, it's an organization. Okay, I'm sorry for that. <laughs> yes, it's okay, it's okay. Well, it is a branch of United Nations. It has a lot to say about how climate change and conflicts in Arab region are getting linked. Uh, like? Uh, like the Arab region was the birthplace of agricultural civilizations and for thousands of years it has been able to cope with risks from climatic hazards. Oh. Uh, but climate change is now happening at such a fast pace, unlike anything that has happened before, stretching the ability of societies and governments to cope with it. Avijit, I must say one thing. You mm -hmm. speak like university lecturer. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Neeraj Every discipline has to express its concepts in its own terms. Anyway, the evidence shows that the region may well be in the midst of a 25-year climate change-induced mega-drought. Ah. This would be equal in strength only to historic droughts 1000 years ago that led to major civilization shifts. I see. Yes, this might make parts of the region uninhabitable by mid-century. Gosh, no, no. I, I mean... Oh, what will happen to our business? Buddy, you scare me, huh? Hold on, sir. Relax. In Syria, the drought decimated the livelihoods of more than 20% of the rural population, internally displacing up to 1 million. Oh, oh. More importantly, it exacerbated social vulnerabilities in advance of the uprisings. Climate impacts have likewise contributed to instability in Iraq, Sudan and Yemen. Abhijit, I think we must do something about this. <laughs> well, who told you that the world is sitting idle? Huh? Huh? There are so many activities going on to tackle this climate change. Okay. But to know that, you have to confront a few more unknown terms. Have you heard about the IPCC? Yes, yes, of course, of course. This one got the Nobel Prize, if I'm yes. not wrong. You know, my kid was reading loudly before his exam. I remember distinctly. <laughs> well, that makes my work so much easier. So, uh, sir, the IPCC or the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change was created in 1988. Okay. It was set up by the World Meteorological Organization, WMO. 
and the United Nations Environment Programme (UNEP). I see. Its mandate is to prepare assessments on all aspects of climate change and its impacts. This is done with a view of formulating realistic response strategies. You know, Avijit, if I could, I would have recommended your name to your boss for a promotion right away. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. You are you. pretty knowledgeable, buddy. Uh, carry on, carry on, carry on. Well, thanks for the compliments, first of all. Uh, so I was saying, Neeraji, hmm. six valuable reports have been published by this organization since its inception. Okay. The fourth assessment report paid attention to the integration of climate change with sustainable development policies and relationships between mitigation and adaptation. Okay. And at the end of 2007, the IPCC was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. I see. Great job. That's all? No, 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 no. Well, uh, that is only the beginning, Neeraji. Ladies and gentlemen, the captain has turned on the fasten seat belt sign. We are now crossing a zone of turbulence. Please return to your seats and keep your seat belts fastened. Thank you. Oh no. What happened? I was thinking of going to the washroom. Anyway, are these things, I mean these uh, dirty turbulence, uh, the result of your warming? Uh, you can say in a way. Turbulences are routine things. But yes, what you are suggesting, global warming could have increased the frequency and the intensity of such turbulences. Uh, Avijit, we possibly cannot control these things. Uh, see, if we have contributed to increase of global warming, then we must do our bit to control the damage as well. Mm. And the best control is to put a cap on the production of greenhouse gas like uh, carbon dioxide. Oh, I see. Makes sense, huh? Mm -hmm. Now I shall go back in history a bit. Okay. The first World Climate Conference was held in 1979. It identified climatic change as an urgent world problem and issued a declaration calling on governments to anticipate and guard against potential climate hazards. Okay. A World Climate Program was set up, steered by the World Meteorological Organization, WMO, the United Nations Environment Program, UNEP, and the International Council of Scientific Unions, ICSU. Oh, I see. Hmm. So, Neeraji, several intergovernmental conferences on climate change followed this conference. Ah, I got it. Hmm. Uh, the Toronto Conference in 1988 on the changing atmosphere, it advanced public debate when more than 340 participants from 46 countries all recommended developing a comprehensive global framework convention to protect the atmosphere. Avijit, hmm? tell me one thing. Uh, what? Do you take Brahmi regularly? Brahmi? Uh, all of a sudden? But why? Uh, no, you know, I'm told that if you take Brahmi leaves regularly in the morning, mm -hmm. then your memory improves fantastically. Oh. <laughs> I was wondering, 46 countries, 340 participants, you must be hooked to Brahmi, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Good joke, sir. Uh, well, now back to our discussion. Following a proposal by the country called Malta, the United Nations General Assembly addressed climate change for the first time by adopting Resolution 43 by 53. Avijit, 
नाउ आई मस्ट एड्रेस माई फिजिकल प्रेशर्स प्लीज अब शैल बी बैक फ्रॉम द वॉशरूम इन अ कपल ऑफ मिनट्स अब प्लीज एक्सक्यूज मी ओके Now it feels so light. Uh, when are they going to serve meal, buddy? I'm really hungry. Uh, soon, I believe. Till then, let me listen to some more information on climate change. What do you say? Oh, sure. Why not? Well, I told you about the IPCC, right? Right. Another important thing is the United Nations Framework on Climate Change, or UNFCC. This was mooted in 1991. but after all required signatures by participating countries it came into force in 1994 signatures seem to be very important i think mm-hmm. there are so many countries and all of them have their own peculiar interests but you have to bring them on the same platform to start something global so all signed the documents Well, the framework came into force after 50 countries signed it. Okay. The conference of the parties to the convention became the convention's ultimate authority. They are called COP or COP in short. The parties held its first session called COP1. It was in Berlin early in the year 1995. Okay. There was already a document of commitment from industrialized countries. The parties to the convention agreed that the commitment was inadequate and launched the Berlin Mandate talks on additional commitments. So, uh, COP, I mean, COP meeting is continuing still, huh? Of course, but I must tell you about COP three. COP three? Yes, this was held in Kyoto in Japan. COP three adopted the Kyoto Protocol in December. The Kyoto Protocol sets individual legally binding targets for industrialized countries prepared to take positive steps to curb emissions of carbon dioxide and other greenhouse gases from sources within their control. Uh, Aviji, this COP is just a single body. Well, single yes, but there are subsidiary bodies to assist it in the job. Okay. The convention establishes two permanent subsidiary bodies. namely the subsidiary body for scientific and technological advice and the subsidiary body for implementation i see these bodies hold their own meetings regularly i think there is some business opportunity here mm-hmm. uh, avijit <laughs> who is the head by the way uh neeraj ji i believe that you have to address the executive secretary um... the secretariat is institutionally linked to the united nations and administered under united nations its head as i was saying is the executive secretary he or she is appointed by the secretary general of the united nations in consultation with the cop i got it uh, what about you sir oh uh, non veg for me here is your meal sir thank you uh, sir veg or non veg oh, i will have a veg please okay here is your meal thank you thank you so much at last food for the stomach Yes, I was really hungry. Me too. And you know, I like this cutlets a lot. Hmm? Really? Mm. Let me try. <laughs> yeah, please do. Neeraj ji, hmm? you know, it might sound a little funny to you, but one subsidiary body established by the COP, it was called COW. COW? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I can take it. getting used to all types of surprises <laughs> i'm not joking it's completely true 
the cop may delegate work to a committee of whole or the cow in short mm. it is open to all delegations and has its own chair to conduct negotiations and report back to the cop mm. uh, but abhijit uh, hmm? whatever meetings you might hold you need to address one particular issue what is that that is technology oh yes you need to have good new technology mm-hmm. if want to reduce the emissions of harmful gases mm-hmm. i agree in fact the cop has established an expert group on technology transfer mm. mm. it was launched by the marrakesh accords at cop 7 in 2001 its task is to provide scientific and technical advice for transfer of environmentally friendly technologies under the convention okay <clears throat> the group comprises 20 experts taking representatives from all regional groups marrakesh mm. uh, sounds nice huh yes through that accord another very important group was established it is called the least developed countries expert group or leg in short Oh the leg advises least developed countries on preparing and implementing national adaptation programs I see mm. uh, excuse me uh, yes please sorry to disturb you eh? no not at all I am Gerald Johnson ah hi Gerald ah, thank you I am Naz I was listening to your discussion with interest oh really it's really interesting in fact I worked for some time at the bureau of cop Oh, oh great. Yes. The world is so small, Avijit. Gerald, uh, uh, we can now have a discussion together. Oh, we must. Oh, I would have been very happy to join you, but you can't have the much space in this economy class, ah, isn't that's it? That's true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but Gerald, please tell me, sir. Did I say anything wrong? Oh, no, no, no. On the contrary, you are right on spot. Thank you. You have given a very clear picture of the whole process. Ah, so Mr. Gerald, you mean to say that I am in a good company, huh? Ah, no <laughs> doubt about that. <laughs> Only wish that Mr. Abhijit had informed you about some conventions that are effective now. Uh, you mean to say the ones like Convention on Biological Diversity? Right, right. <laughs> Or say the United Nations Convention to combat. desertification oh uh, yes you mean to say that all these are linked to tackling of climate change huh of course all these are part of the cumulative process to save our planet ah uh, gerald i wish i could hear more from you ah uh, but you still have a food left on your plate oh yes yes and before the hostess ask me to move i must be back to my seat huh okay yes. let me hurry I shall be listening your discussion. Sure, Please. do that, Gerald. Nice meeting you. <laughs> nice fellow, huh? <laughs> yeah, sure he is. Well, what were we talking about before this? Oh yes, the Convention on Biological Diversity and the UN Convention for Combating Desertification. They are both very important. I see. Hmm. Along with that, another convention that is uh, very important is. Um, The Convention on Wetlands. It was adopted at Ramsar in Iran in 1971. Okay. All these have been actively involved in the UNFCC process. Excellent food, ah, huh? and thank you, Avijit. Excellent information as well. Oh no problem. Uh, but buddy, now I want to have a short nap and 
prepare for landing you know what i was going to say the same thing <laughs> please <you>. do <laughs> okay sir okay <laughs> good afternoon ladies and gentlemen this is your captain speaking we are currently cruising at an altitude of 33000 feet at a speed of 400 miles per hour the weather looks good and with the tailwind on our side we are expecting to land in doha approximately 15 minutes ahead of schedule thank you for flying with us good day whispers of the wind you are listening to the 30th episode of the science serial produced by all india radio in collaboration with vigyan prasar titled tackling climate change impact this episode was written by dr manas pratim das coordinators were dr nakul parashar and dr virendra kumar tyagi this episode was directed by sudarshan kumar presented by dilip jha and assisted by arvind sharma Participants were Nikhil Diwan, Mamta Malkani, Rakshit Thaplyal, Pranchu and Sudarshan Kumar. Hey listeners, please stay with us. Here are two questions for you. The lucky winners will get attractive prizes from Vigyan Prasar. The first question is what is NOAA? And the second question is the Arab region was the birthplace of which civilization? You can send your answers by simple post our address is sign serial whispers of the wind. Director Vigyan Prasad A50 Institutional Area Sector 62 Noida 201309 You can also write on our email id radio@vigyanprasar.gov.in Please do write or mail us your full name age and profession If associated with Science Club do let us know the membership of your club If you have any query or question do not hesitate to write to us We will be back again with the next episode of this science serial Whispers of the Wind same day same time next week till then goodbye